Hello, and welcome to Cocktails and Comics, round 11 in a uh, infinite round bout. <laughs> I am David Thompson, joined by Timmy. Say hello, Timmy. Hello. <clears throat> Sorry. Hello. <laughs> and joined by, by Johnny. Hello. <laughs> and by Bryony. Hey guys, how's it going? This is a really good night for a drink. <laughs> how's it going? It, uh, we, it's been a long week. We're uh, we're a couple. You know, you you missed it. We had some appetizers. We've had a couple drinks, and uh, we're 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 deep into it at this point. Talking about uh, just you know the things you talk about when you're sitting at a, a TGI Fridays or whatever your local national chain is and, and having a couple of drinks and and just you know shooting the air as as they say in, in nice company well to to go ahead and finish on that conversation we had before we got in there i still think honestly that dr doom in depowered armor would still beat down tony stark and beat in powered down armor <laughs> They talk about just Doctor Doom sans armor versus Tony Stark no, no. sans armor. No, no, I'm, I'm, I'm saying if they had armor, but it wasn't powered. And no Doombots. Doom totally wipe the floor with Stark. Yeah, Doom, Doom. Would... You think you think Dooms exercises regularly? Oh yeah, yeah, yeah. Just just wearing that armor, even if it's powered, would be an exercise. <laughs> what's his uh, What's his cardio gain? You know, what, what's uh, <laughs> what does he do? Stairmaster, or is he like to run? Pilates. You know, that's a, that's a, that's an interesting question, right? Because the comic books, circa Secret Wars, do you think his face is really that scarred, or is it like the uh, the movies with Jessica Alba, where he just had a scar on his face and it wasn't really that big of a deal? Well, if you read the issue of the Fantastic Four where he programmed Kristoff, or not he, but his robots programmed Kristoff, Doom's accident that caused his face to be scarred was a very, you know, a noticeable scar, but just a slight one on one cheek. And he goes, my face is forever ruined. I cannot believe it. I am destroyed. Goes off into the mountains, finds the monks in Tibet, and has them fashion the armor for him. And they give him the mask. The mask is, is glowing red, and he just puts it on his face. Yeah, it burns his face. It burns his face yeah. to just complete <clears throat> disfigurement. Um... And if you haven't been paying attention, Doom has made a small appearance in X-Men Elsewhere. <gasps> Did I spoil something there? Oh, you may have. I'm not up to date. Well, like I said, it's, it, it's just a well, quick, okay. small, whoa, hey. Mm. <laughs> have no idea what that's going to lead into, if it's going to lead into anything. Another sneaky um, uh, surprise came out this week as well that I am not going to share with you guys what it is if you haven't been reading. John, have you been reading? Yes, I have. Do you know what I'm I have been reading, but I saw somebody post a picture, so I think I know what you're talking about. Well, I'm, I'm going to send... So I'm not going to say anything. <laughs> just going to spoil it, but I think I know. Well, speaking of X-Men, I read or saw or heard one of these. <laughs> I, I, you're getting, you know, information comes did in so fast. Did, did you read, read an article, Tim? I read, I read an article uh, that... Was that on Bleeding Cool? In, because we know that that's truth in, in action, right? <laughs> when they bring in the X-Men into the MCU, mm -hmm. that they were talking to or considering uh, the guy from Breaking Bad to play Professor X, uh, Gus... 
uh, he, that's his name in Breaking Bad. That actor who plays the guy Gus from Malcolm Ring. in the Middle. No, 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 not 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 uh, the dad. No, no, the, the black the black actor that played um, and he was in uh, he was in the Mandalorian. He's the guy Why with the black. Why does he be black, Tim? Because he is black. I can't help that. <laughs> is there any that's other just, identifying? You mean you mean Giancarlo Esposito? The, uh, that, yes. Yeah, the the guy that was the Moff, uh, whatever his name was in yeah, Man- Mandalorian. Yeah, the black saber. But they yeah. want oh. him to be Professor Xavier now. What? I'd heard that they were thinking of casting him. Now that may be just a rumor, or maybe absolutely, you know. Well, you know, any any anybody that follows uh, Patrick Stewart is in for trouble. True. Oh my God! Then you know what this ties into. Before we started recording, we were talking about. Hugh Jackman. So if you're not familiar, Reminiscence is on uh, HBO Max. It's a new movie that got released, and, and if you're an HBO customer, you can watch it streaming. And uh, much to our surprise, Hugh Jackman is 52 years old. Uh, Patrick Stewart, I think, is, that is true. Patrick Stewart, I think, is closing in on 80, which is staggering because he's, he's looked... You know the same way for 40 years true which if we could all be that lucky to just look the same for 40 years i think we'd be blessed uh, you know this is this is the you know this is the issue with superhero movies is he's 81 is he really yep. born in 19 oh my god he's july of 1940 well they've uh i just read an article the other day because uh q is a uh, part of season two, mm-hmm. and I'm yeah. blanking on his name. John Delancey. John Delancey. John Delancey, and they are filming season two and three like concurrently. Um, Can't get insurance bonds oh. on those older actors, you know. That's been some of the problem with Stewart that they can't get into. I think that's why he didn't come to Star Wars uh, or the Star Trek celebration, the Star Wars, the Star Trek convention. Well, you know, as an actor, you'd like to think that, you know, your work will live on. So, you know, if he's got the energy, you know, more power to him. You know, if for some unforeseen reason, you know, knock on wood, he kicks the bucket. um, You know, there's still work that'll be published, you know, after he's gone. You know, it's so funny because Shatner's 10 years older than Stewart and Shatner looks (sighs) like he's younger than him. And I mean, Shatner's got such energy and everything. It's scary. I'd like to know what he's drinking. Sure. He's got so much his... plastic surgery and, and hair piece and all that. But I think that's his secret that he stays busy. That's yeah. why he's he's still you know active. It's not like he's up you know playing. Well, that's what, that's what they say, right? If you retire and just kind of sit on your ass, you know, you'll yeah, die sooner. Moving. Yeah, keep moving. Yep, keep moving. It's harder for uh, for death to find you. That's why you always have a dog. <laughs> They'll keep you moving. That is true, but. Yeah. Uh, you know, I'm I'm uh, I'm excited. You know, well, where I was going with this is, you know, this is where you get into trouble with these superhero movies, kind of like what we saw with uh, Superman. You know, with Chris, the Christopher Reeve legacy, which, if you don't know, they're publishing DC is publishing Superman 78. Mm-hmm. Um, number one just came out uh, last week, and I read it. It was pretty good. Um, I think they could have done a better job, you know, with the artist, but I I get it. It's a miniseries so they're not going to throw top talent at it but to what you were saying you know how do you how do you recast you know professor x when patrick stewart just knocked it out of the park 
you know, Hugh Jackman knocks it out of the park as Wolverine. And uh, the gal that plays Jean Grey. Uh, what's her Famke name? or the other one? Famke, not... Uh, Which Jean Grey do you like, David? Yeah, Famke, not the one from uh, True Blood. Yeah. She, I mean, she was fine, but... Um, no, no, she wasn't True Blood. She was the girl from uh, Game, Game of, of Thrones. Thrones. Yeah. Um, oh, yeah, sorry, Game of Thrones. That was Rogue from uh, True Blood. I think it's hard to recast those roles when, you know, for fans of the of the genre, you know, it's still fresh in your mind. Well, James McAvoy well, did, a, did a decent job. Yeah, but that wasn't trying to replace Patrick Stewart. That was a, here's what happened in the past. Supplement. Yeah. 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 Oh, well, that's why I think, by the it, way, it's a... it said here that uh, Dr. Doom does uh, engage in regular exercise. Okay. So, and that, well, and that's like that, that's like Magneto is Ian McKellen, and I, I got, what was the guy that played him as the young Magneto? Bassbender. Yeah. Yeah. Same thing. Mm-hmm. Well, then maybe that makes it. Maybe that's a good idea that they're doing kind of a race swap, and it's. I mean, it's not. I mean, yeah, you can see it as yeah, they're just checking a box to try to increase diversity, but maybe because it's, you don't just cast another white guy to look like Patrick Stewart, you cast somebody who looks very different. So, uh, you know, they could play play the same. Maybe that helps separate the two. Um, and with and, the... Well, I'm all for that, but the problem is when you get into a specific character, right? It's, you know, it's Professor X. Because um, there was talk about uh, Idris Elba being the next 007. Yeah. And I was fine with that, because to me, that's just, that's just a designation. Yeah. You know, of however many current active agents they have so he just happens to get 007 and that's fine if as yep. long as they don't call him james bond if they establish right. that that's just his code name right you get make it make it anybody make it a woman whoever wants exactly to be, just don't call him james bond yeah he just ends yeah. up being 007 and that's yeah. fine yeah Man, but i think it gets harder when you're trying to replace you know an art a character that's already in the zeitgeist you know kind of like um I don't know if you saw the article that was, I think it was in the last week, saying that, you know, the new MCU films will feature Sam Wilson, you know, as Captain America. Yeah. And that's fine, because he's picking up where, you know, Steve Rogers left off, and, and right. you know, there is some comic legacy for that. Well, he's not playing Steve Rogers. Exactly. Recast him as Steve Rogers, that's different, but... He's uh, Sam Wilson as exactly. Captain America, and, and that's fine. Point, to your point, there is precedence there they did that already did that in the comic so um i think if they try to replace chris evans that's going to be a problem because i think he embodies that character so well exactly it's going to be hard but i i think and i haven't finished watching all of loki i know you guys you guys have all watched it right we have yeah i have not finished it because i i kind of started and just never got back around to it how have you not finished that yet tim because it was pretty dang good yeah i have i just haven't uh I kind of know what happens because I've listened to some shows about it, and I think between that and the new Spider-Man movie, and which leads into I think the new Doctor Strange movie, that they're establishing the idea of the multiverse so that yes. <clears throat> they can <clears throat> excuse me they can replace a character and just say well this is Cap from a different Earth or something like that so that helps them kind of open up. You can bring back certain characters that are dead or uh, don't exist, or you know that maybe that's how they can get the mutants into the MCU. 
is that uh, you know they're from a different world, and when all the worlds merged or whatever, whatever the Doctor Strange, because what I've and this is rumor, but it's maybe spoiler rumor. So if anybody's listening about the upcoming Doctor Strange and Spider-Man movie, don't you know turn it off. Let's let's just say that. There's probably going to be a lot of spoilers throughout this. <laughs> yeah, you don't and, want and the, and the new anything. We're and the new Spider-Man like movie is titled is titled No Way Home, right? Right, right. correct. Yeah, that, you know, if you've seen the trailer, you'd know that he goes to Doctor Strange and says, "Hey, can you cast a spell and make everybody forget that I'm Spider-Man?" And Doctor Strange is like, okay. "Yeah, I'm not supposed to do it, but I'm doing it anyway." And then Peter's like, well, "Wait a minute, I want everybody to forget me, just certain people." And then that. I guess causes problems with the spell. Each caveat they that think, he keeps throwing out there, right? So they're throwing. like, "Well, he's they're basically doing one more day." Yeah. Except it's Doctor Strange, not Mephisto. Wait a minute, but is it Doctor Strange? Well, who knows? Maybe it's Mephisto as Doctor Strange. <laughs> I think that's exactly <laughs> what it is. Looking is at, it, I think he looks so strange. I don't strange. think they're going to introduce Mephisto. I mean, it, they're it's... not going to introduce Mephisto that way. They're going to they're going to make it strange. But <laughs> what they predict is that that's going to fracture. The multiverse. I mean, you see all the devil imagery that they keep showing in the trailers. Like, there's an image yeah. of Peter Parker, and they got devil ears on him, and they, they keep showing some different, you know, imagery here I, and there. That well, we, 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 we've got movie. previews with, uh, uh, what's his name, Garfield, and with... Tobey Maguire? Maguire. So, which I think is great. I just It just makes me laugh, right? Because they're, they're trying to weave all this stuff together. Um, which makes me go, please bring Nicolas Cage back as Ghost Rider. And they even please. got Peter in the black costume as well. <laughs> please please just not bring right Nicolas Cage back yelling about being <laughs> Ghost Rider. Does, does it seem like then it's going to kind of be like the um, Crisis on Infinite Earths on TV, where it's like each yeah. each iteration <laughs> had its own designated Earth? Earth 90, way. where the 90s Flash series took place. <laughs> well, mm -hmm. they predict that Wanda is going to have to come in because they kind of established in her show that she's now, she is supposedly more powerful than the Sorcerer right. Supreme. Right. She will fix whatever uh, whatever uh, Stephen Strange screwed up. So she'll come in and do some, you know, use her chaos magic and fix things. Uh, and it probably will be that things are fractured. She'll bring everything back together, but now because of that, we've got all these new characters that are kind of the way they did with, which I thought the way they were going with the last Spider-Man movie when they introduced um, Mysterio. They said, "Oh, he's from a different Earth," right? Because of the blink of the the, yep. yeah, the blip or what do they call it? Yeah, the blip. And I thought, I oh, that that's how they're doing it. So they're gonna that that's what suddenly you're just gonna have. Oh, now we've got mutants. You know, now Professor X is this guy. Uh, you know, they can introduce Adamantium. All this, all this stuff that they couldn't touch before, before they had the rights to it. Yeah, it, it's a hard narrative for them to weave together. It's, it's just like comic books, you know. Whether it's, you know, when you're reading as a teenager or or preteen, and now it's, how does all this stuff coexist at the same time? You know, how can the Fantastic Four be doing this, and the X-Men are doing this, and the Avengers are doing that, and nobody seems to cross over into each other's. Mm. You know, worlds except for these, ma you know, major events. It's like, so you telling me all this stuff with the X Men, the Avengers just didn't care. They just let it happen, and the X Men had it. You know, well, it's they, it's, a, they, it's a hard thing to kind of bring all together. It is, and sometimes a writer will address it like, oh, the the FF are, out, are in outer space; they can't be here, or the Avengers are 
doing something else. They or like in the Celestials, in the Celestials, the Eternals trailer. They, they talk about that, yeah. Yeah, that they they couldn't interfere because it had nothing to do with the Deviants. Do right. you think the Eternals is is going to be a good movie and people are going to like it, or is it going to fall flat? Like I don't think it matters in, whether in it's humans. a good movie, good movie or not. I think it's going to be the the first real flop. Now, uh, Tim was saying earlier that Shang Chi might flop before because there's uh, apparently a lot of stuff going around about it, but. I just don't think there's enough buzz on Eternals for it to be successful. I don't, but, we're li- yeah. but we're living in COVID times. I mean, no movie is going to have, you know, pre-COVID box office numbers. That's the thing, yeah. I don't, True, I mean, but they are, I mean, the Bond film that comes out in October, they've had that thing on the show for tw- two years. Yep. Oh, my God, and, yeah. It's been forever. Yeah, so we, you know, that we'll see. That may be like Fast and, you know, F- F9 was pretty big because... There was nothing else really to compete with it, but right. The with the resurgence the of might... the Delta and just how badly yeah. the hospitals are packed up. Ugh. A month from now, what we might see is happening might change. I'm hearing that a movie's already getting pushed back, and and well, that's the same with Carnage. Mm-hmm. Well, I heard you know. Carnage might get pushed back, but I heard the Bond film was holding fast. And they were not gonna Please. push it back anymore. Um, these studios just have to realize all the major markets, you know, they're in trouble. You know, especially, you know, Texas, you know, for United States, where you are, Brian. I mean, it's just a hot mess there. Yeah. And I'm sorry, you know, with your governor and all the things that he's doing, you know, to undermine any kind of normalcy. But it's just ridiculous at this point. You know, it, it's this disbelief in fact and science that is hurting people and i feel so bad because of what's happening there it 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 is a tough thing and i think that right now it it, what's happening and all that is the same thing that had been happening in washington for the last number of years well you know if the other side says this and we have to say that regardless yeah and that's just what's happening if there is to be an opposing point on anything that can be politically charged it's going to happen, and they're going to find some way of explaining it as, you know, that, that make people believe it. Now, I think the funniest thing in all this is uh, last week, Trump, at one of his rallies, told everybody to get vaccinated, and they booed him. <laughs> yeah, boo. They booed him. <laughs> and I'm just like, what do you mean? This is your God. This is the guy that you worship at the altar. Why aren't you all running out and getting vaccinated now? You know, it's just... Well, remember, he wanted to explore how he could inject bleach. <laughs> But that was just a joke. He wasn't serious, even though you watch the video, and he's definitely serious. Okay, now but, we, yeah. we've lost about ten listeners uh, within the last few minutes. <laughs> uh, uh, you know, and, and I'm sorry. You know, not everybody agrees the same thing, you. and you should be tolerant of it and all that. But uh, you know, I'm 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 just gonna you know I'm drinking right now, so I'm gonna say things. <laughs> well, me too. And and you know, I, I we were on a, a team call earlier. We have a Friday end-of-the-week team call, and, and the company that I work for has, has mandated vaccines um, to be able to enter the buildings, or, you know, you can request a job accommodation, you know, medical or religious. And, you know, I had to bring it up in the team call that, you know, I said, I, I am just dumbfounded because there was a whole FAQ thing that came out, and, and basically all the FAQs were essentially boiled down to, well, I don't want to get it. Okay, I'm sorry. 
but if if you know anything about these vaccines, this is not your traditional vaccine. You're not getting a dead version of the virus or one that's on death's door. You're getting the blueprint or your body is getting the blueprint to fight the virus. That's it. You know, my company's paying us to get the, the vaccine. We get a $200 oh, I... incentive towards our uh, uh, FSA. Is supposed to. Yeah. Well, I believe it. And, you know, my 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 question, you know, in our, our team call was, you know, if we're a science and technology company, why are we putting up with these people that are basically saying, well, you know, I don't want to get it because uh, you know, I'm not sure about it. Yeah, it's like, yeah, okay. They'll use sheep medicine or they'll, they'll, yeah, they'll yeah. hydrochlorotherapine, whatever. Oh, no, there was another article that came out today because people are taking some kind of horse drug. Yeah. I'd heard that. That supposedly fights COVID, and it's like, okay, I'm sorry. If 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 we can't get through to people through their local government, okay, we're a massive company, then just mandate it and say, okay, the science and the technology is sound. Here's what we know about it. It's been over a year now. There's no signs of any negative consequences. You're not getting any kind of a virus, whether dead or 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 partially alive, and that's how your body learns this to fight is, it off. These aren't the arguments, really, that I'm hearing from people. I, I, was at, look, I was in the hospital a week ago with my son, or was it Sunday night? Oh, it was late one night. And while we're in the, in the waiting area for the people that uh, have COVID-type symptoms, there's a guy sitting over across from me, a good ways, and he's there because he's got COVID symptoms. And I asked him, you know, you know, uh, did you get vaccinated? He goes, oh, hell no. Mm. And I said, I, I just, I have to ask, why not? And he goes, because I know all these people that have all these crazy side effects from it. Mm-hmm. And mm-hmm. You know, he's telling all these horror stories about all this stuff. And I said, I'm not hearing about any of this on any news media. <laughs> and I'm not talking just, you know, uh, MSNBC, CNN, or any of the, right. the left-leaning, you know, outlets. I'm saying any news media, OANN, Newsmax, uh the Trump love network and whatever. I'm, I'm not hearing that from any of these. I check all the news media outlets because th- that's my background. I, I, I actually got a right. degree in broadcast journalism. I, you know, always kind of look what everybody's saying. They're not, mm-hmm. they're not talking about this there. They're, they're, they're talking about your freedoms. They're talking about, right. you know, uh, being able to do as you choose but they don't sit there and talk about alarming numbers of people suffering massive side effects, boils right. all over their bodies, all these other things. And, and again, I, he's not the only person I hear these things from. I, I've, I've got someone I know, not, and not it's related so to sad. me that's telling me all these. But everything that they tell me, it always sounds third and fourth hand. It never of sounds, it you know, first hand empirical thing now that being said a lot of it was probably from a facebook meme that being said oh. right now i have uh i've had since i got my uh pfizer injections a, a, a mild case of tinnitus oh i thought you were gonna say your penis grew six inches <laughs> that would get people to, that would get people to get this vaccine <laughs> yeah <laughs> well and that's the thing with social media right why don't we just start a thing that says oh the pfizer and moderna and johnson johnson they make your penis grow four inches just the Johnson and Johnson one. Yeah, yeah, you'd see guys lined up around the block, you know, and that's the problem is the true science and the true facts of these vaccines. And yes, they are unprecedented. I will give people that in the speed at which they came out with these. But 
folks have to look behind the scenes, which is the mRNA technology that allows this, has been in development for a long time. Yeah, but the... and it just so happened we had you know COVID, and they were able to utilize it to make these vaccines. I want to play devil's advocate here for just a moment, and okay. let's talk about one thing that we haven't talked about in all of this or any of the other things that we've seen. I mean, because we've seen explosions of of other things in the past 30 years that, you know, just are, are incredible surprises. Uh, the, 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 the very, of course, we've seen, of course, the, the changes in population where people are, are wanting to report to be other than male or female, uh, the various forms yeah. of, of, you know, of, of transsexual. Uh, you, you, of course, have had a, a, a large group of population. Transsexual, you mean gender identity? Whatever you want to call it. I'm sure I'm going to call it the wrong thing, and someone's going to be pissed off at me. That's that's fine. He just did. Okay. Well, we lost three listeners. That's now thirteen. Yeah, but in you know, of course, oh, we got one more to go. The the. <laughs> that's but, a but the thing one is, star you know, it wasn't just that all of a sudden people are coming out of the closet, but that more people are being born into, you know, one 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 way of life or another, and it's because our population is exploding at such gigantic rates we've doubled in population in the last 30 years that's from basically from 4 billion to almost 8 billion right now but not in the united states our population is declining people are not having as many babies as they used to tim this is tim this is your fault no it's not hey you you didn't didn't have kids kids don't point it at me hey i have two i replaced (laughs) us okay and i'm gonna take one of those is for me John, you have to take one from Brian. <laughs> no, Brian only has one. Yeah, I only have one. So you guys are still negative deficit. I mean, I got two stepkids, but they're all up, grown up and out of out of the house. But I mean, what I'm saying is the population has grown so much that in the past the vaccines and everything, as they were initially, you know, distributed, were being distributed to several million or several hundred million. Now we're distributing it to billions. And when you go to a population that large, you're going to see aberration. You're going to see things that do, you know, that happen based on different gene types and such. And you're going to see larger numbers. Now, are those numbers high as, say, a percentage? No. We're talking less than 1%. But because... Well, social media is... is, is a big part of that because people are getting the information right social media is quicker, the megahorn uh you know and a, a and huge a, and a part much, of it right and a, a much broader spectrum than before when it was just whatever the nightly news was telling you or the newspaper yeah but what's one percent of a billion people six <laughs> i think it's more than six yeah it's more than six but that's and, and that's the problem that does mean that you've got multiple <laughs> numbers of people that are going to have you know, a side effect or other. Now, the side effects could yeah, be yeah, simple but, but, like but, mine. But, okay, but where you're going with this is we do not live in a world today that says we value science and technology and we understand that there's going to be a 1% or 2% that are going to have an adverse reaction to this vaccine. Right, but that, that those, numbers, those numbers haven't been explained to the average Joe. The average Joe doesn't understand. They have been. They have been. But they're inundated with social media, you know, because I see it every day. And I've had to silence friends on social media, you know, that whole 30-day, you know, yeah. silence for 30 days because... You know, I'm sure you've seen it going around where it's like, you know, the person's in full gear, 
And it's like, oh, the government wants us to believe that face masks will protect us, but the people, you know, in the in the labs are, you know, fully covered. It's like, yeah, because they're working with a live virus. That's not the normal everyday day to day person. But it doesn't matter because that gets shared about because it, it's a scare tactic. Yeah. But people don't look at it that way. They just look at it and go, oh, yeah, the government, man, they think we're sheeple. We're sheeple for wearing a mask. It's like, oh, my God, can you guys think for even one second if this thing is, you know, this image that you're seeing in the text is valid or not? I, I just I feel like we're entering this time. I can't remember who said it where, you know, it's when we enter the time where facts don't matter, we're doomed. And we're right on that precipice of where facts don't matter and we're all screwed. Well, it's, it's the end. Now, nah, social media has you digest just headlines. You're not reading the article. You're just seeing, like, it's like pull quotes or you're reading buzzwords or it's just, I mean, you know, this is... the headline, you know, the clickbaits, like, and you're not reading the thing. You're just reading that. And, you know, and that goes, with, you know, not just COVID. It goes with, I think, in my opinion, anything. Information, anything yeah. that there's there's misinformation is just rampant. What I want because... to know, though, Tim and, and David, is why are the the is the Republican side of things so dead set on killing their own people because they're all the ones that are dying in the hospital right now, all the people that have not gotten vaccinated, I mean the the, the amount of people that that are in there with COVID right now that are dying that are being put on ventilators, virtually none of them have been vaccinated. There's some that have, but those are immunocompromised people. Yeah, I can't give you an answer because nope. you know I read, you know true news and and fact-based information that says you know this is insanity yeah well, right but, you've got people that are dying in hospitals saying please give me the vaccine and the doctors are telling them i'm sorry it's too late you know i can't remember a time in my life at 42 and granted you know let's just say up to 15 i wasn't aware of the you know the broader global world but I can't remember a time where doctors and nurses were saying, we've had enough. We can't. We're done. We're sick of, you know, these unvaccinated people coming in. Well, and because nobody, none, of, none of us have lived through a pandemic before. I'm, I'm sorry, though. So, I, 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 I know I'm related to a nurse who's refusing to be vaccinated. And she's afraid right now to be that she's going to be fired from her job. And, and I, I, and I, what I just is, don't what know what is to her say reason, her. Brian. What's her reason? You know, I have not asked her. <laughs> I, I, I just, you know, she says I, I prefer to let my immunity system work for itself. That's that's what she said for her and her family. There are people that, and it has nothing to do with politics, that just don't believe in medicine. And it's not that. They just don't like to take medicine. They won't take aspirin for headaches. They won't take, uh, you know, sometimes it's religious-based and then it's not. But Christian science uh, is, is one of those that uh, they, they right. eschew medicine, eschew, right. and eschew surgery, if you know, if at all possible. Right, yeah. And that's, so that's some of that. But I, th I think to paint everybody who's not getting vaccinated as being right-wing or Republican is kind of a broad brush. I think there are, yeah, that may be a big portion of them, but I think there are people for other reasons that are not getting it that, it may have nothing to do with this being political. Well, the anti-vaxxers. Well, and, and I'll, I'll, yeah, and I'll just challenge that and say, isn't that nice to be living in the 21st century where you have that option? You won't be living right, to, for very to, long. Exactly. But you can say like, oh, based on the facts that I found, it, it you know, I'm not going to take it. Okay, fine. Well, when you get it, 
and you're on death's door, then we don't have to take care of you. How about that? Well, right, because that's I think we that's, chased that's away the, a, a lot of people <laughs> with this discussion. Um, but I, but that's the reality that we're living in today. Yeah. Right. Wasn't it Rand Paul? 15 years ago at one of the debates right he was asked you know well what about the 30 year old that gets sick and he ends up in the hospital and he doesn't have insurance well too bad on him he dies okay fine you don't want to take the vaccine you get sick we're not going to take care of you you die sorry you chose that you know they start denying insurance to people because they won't get the the vaccine well that, delta that delta be... airlines right yeah. big yeah. company has already come out and said okay we're going to charge you a 200 dollars premium if you don't take the vaccine, because the the the, and and this is all based on numbers, right? It's not personal. If you get it, the likelihood that you're going to end up in the hospital is pretty high. So we're going to charge you extra because you chose not to get the vaccine. Yeah, that's. I mean, that's what companies are doing. They're they're making it. They haven't gone to that extreme, but they're are making it so inconvenient uh, that it's unless you're just really get your heels dug in, it's like it's better to get the vaccine not have to deal with uh, all the obstacles they're putting in your way. It's kind of like the way they got people to kind of try to get people to quit smoking by just making it almost impossible to smoke anywhere. Uh, so <laughs> that's we'll, what you we'll, think. We'll see. Yeah, well, I know. As I'm saying, it, that didn't really help, did it? But, uh, <laughs> we just smoke in <laughs> secret, buddy. <Yeah. laughs> um, but you know what? You know, that's, that's the age that we live in now. You know, and I was that same team call I was talking about one of the things I, I brought up was our civic, this this idea of civic responsibility is just gone. And I don't know where we lost that. But if if we were living in the time of, you know, when the polio vaccine came out, right, and the government said everybody should get the vaccine so we can eradicate polio because it's a terrible disease and we don't want anybody else to get it. I don't know why COVID is not viewed the same way because... Well, because every decision, every decision that went into, you know, fighting COVID was a political decision. And every day the president and governors and other people were put in front of the cameras. So every decision became a political decision rather than something for the greater good. Well, if you're thinking about polio, you're talking the 40s or 50s. Yeah. It was a time when the general public believed in the government. Mm -hmm. I don't think that's the case anymore. Yeah. After the 60s. But to me, you don't even have to believe in the government. You just have to believe in the science. And if the science is saying, get the vaccine, because, you know, that's that's the thing I've heard the most is, well, we don't know what the vaccine is going to do long term. OK, well, we kind of do because the vaccine doesn't give you the virus. It just gives your body the blueprint to fight it. So do you want to take the chance of getting COVID? And then we find out two or three decades down the road that, yeah, it really messed you up. And it led to these other things, yeah. you know, like we found out with chicken pox and shingles and, you know, it, to me, it's kind of a no brainer of like, well, we know what the, the vaccine is. We don't really know what the long term effects of COVID are. So if you can stop yourself from getting it to begin with, wouldn't you want to do that? I, I, I don't know. I just it it's hard blows to say my mind. The, it's hard to tell what's in the mind of someone else, though. Yeah. So, uh... Okay, so what we're all saying is, please go get vaccinated. Just kidding. So, what if? <laughs> did you guys catch the, the, the third episode of What If? I haven't I seen it yet. I haven't seen oh, it yet either. Oh, gosh. I've watched all three episodes. 
you know, it's not the zombie one, is it? Th- what, I mean, no. What's the premise? I won't spoil it, but what's the premise? What if the Avengers? What if the Avengers? Yeah, go ahead. What if the Avengers had not been formed? Oh, well, at least that's more in line with traditional. Hey, life. yeah, was that actually that was it? Was it? Did they based off the actual comic? No, no, this no. Is... They based it off the movies, it's all, but yeah. uh, it's interesting that what if number three actually is that story? What <laughs> yeah, if... I was going to say that it is a comic story. Yeah, what if the like... Avengers had never been or something? Yeah, like that? But, yeah, but you know, they, they, every what if that we've seen has been based off of MCU events, so that you know yeah. the casual viewer of the Marvel movies can sit there and watch this go, oh, okay, Captain America, okay, this one's this. And then, you know, this one, of course, is, you know, what if the Avengers hadn't been formed? And the the way that they go about it is really, really pretty good. Um, really, really uh-huh. yeah, I, I, I really enjoyed it. It was dark, and yet at the same time, you know, it, it, it you know just didn't, you know, go totally the way that, you know, volume one of what if always did. Yeah. And it's like I wish they <laughs> go ahead. I was just saying I wish they would expand past the MCU because that would be a way that you could introduce some of these characters that they may not want to introduce through a film, but introduce them in this animated form, and they could kind of test the water to see if somebody you know if uh, if a character's you know if the, if the audience responds to it or not, then maybe that's a, a springboard to bring him into uh, the films. You know, instead of just don't stick with the characters and situations in the movies we've seen so far, which sounds so like you, that's so all you, they're going to so do. So you don't think these Disney Plus shows, because um, as we've seen with the the Winter Soldier um, and then Loki, and there's speculation that the What If, even though it's animated, is going to play into the MCU. Do you, are, are you not on board with that? Do you think? that the what if is just kind of going to be an animated series and it's not going to tie into the broader universe. Well, I don't know if it, if it, I mean, obviously if they're doing what if, unless they're, unless the what if is establishing the multiverse, uh, in that case, then they could, they can stick with just the storylines that are set up and characters from the MCU. If, if it's going to have some, like, if, you know, in that case, say, what if they introduce like last week's when they introduced, uh, T'Challa as Star-Lord, well, what if they find something? If they wanted to bring him into the films as Star Lord, I mean, it's a stupid example, but I mean, if, if that's the way, like I was saying, they could test characters out or test out situations, so if they could replace, so that way maybe you replace T'Challa because Chadwick Boseman has passed on, you replace another actor from, and he's the T'Challa from Earth, you know, seven one eight or whatever. And which, by the way, I've heard more poo-pooing of the uh, second episode of What If, because, oh, you know, it was two sunshine and rainbows. Well, For those of you that haven't seen it, it, it truly was a a love letter to Chaswick, Chaswick Bozeman's portrayal of the Black Panther. But he was he was in it. I mean, it was he recorded was in it. before it's, he he passed. Yeah, so it's, it's not a love letter to him. I mean, he... he he was part of it. It was what they right. planned so all they had along. That planned ahead of time, and, and so that 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 in and of itself makes some of the things in there kind of odd. The the choices and the one that just gets me is Thanos, and and making Thanos a, a big teddy bear. Well, <laughs> yeah, right. I, I agree with some of the, the the complaints that it just made him uh, an absolutely perfect individual, so that everybody, you know, they 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 flipped it on its, you know, the where that everybody knows who he is. He did all this good stuff. He talked Thanos out of 
the snap, but they don't tell us how. And it, you know, if if it had done, if it had been done after he had passed, I could I understand that because it's that's exactly what it is, David. It's a, it's a, not necessarily a good story on its own, but it is a hey, we missed this guy, and here's our love letter to him. But the fact that they recorded it before he passed, unless he knew he was, you know. Unless they know he was sick, which I don't think they did. I I don't know when he recorded it, but you know, as someone who's in the same age bracket, that's how I viewed it. As like, yeah. you know, his untimely death. Yes, it, you know, it is, you know, candy and and rainbow and unicorns, and and I'm okay with that. And there were occasionally what if stories that turned out nice and well. So <laughs> there are. Yeah, there are. They weren't. They weren't all. So many people are like, oh, oh, what if always ends on a sour note? No, it doesn't. That's not always true. But but it was it was a good story. Um, Someone sing a song. Yeah, I think got sunshine and lollipops going on in my head. (laughs) Yeah, like I remember reading, (laughs) what if John Hyatt became the next Thor, and it all turned (laughs) out fine. (laughs) Yeah, you're gonna have to fight Jane Foster for that uh, that hammer. Are we are we taking bets on uh, Natalie? What's her name? Natalie Portman. 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 Is she gonna make a good Jane Foster Thor in the movie? Because it's already confirmed she is going to be. Yeah, yeah. they've already found something apparently because she already bulked up. I mean, she'd really, really bulked up. We watched her. Thriller was watching Black Swan. I thought, how is this skinny little girl gonna? (laughs) You know, are they going to digitally put her head on another body, or is she just going to really... Well, I read the Mighty Thor comics that I'm assuming they're going to base this off of, where Jane Foster is Thor, and, spoiler alert, um, she is dying of cancer while she is Thor. And every time she's not Thor, she's undergoing chemotherapy, and every time she reverts to Thor, it reverses her chemotherapy. And... (laughs) At the end of the series, you know, she's dying because she refuses to let, um, you know, Asgardian magic or Asgardian medicine cure her. Yeah. Yeah. She wants to be, you know, like a normal person going through the cancer uh, journey. And she has to make a choice at the end of the series. And the choice, of course, is that, you know, she will revert back to Thor to fight the big bad and knowing that it's going to kill her. Is that you know, her, whether... or is that like a Photoshop job? I just sent you guys a link to a story. You didn't send me a link. I got it, a picture of your butt. You know, <laughs> Facebook Messenger. Oh. And it's got a picture of them on the set. And I swear, you know, there's one shot of her in front of the camera, and she's got a jacket on. And the second shot looks like they Photoshopped her uh, head on... Um, Chris Hemsworth's body. She's, <laughs> she's got like a really buff right arm and a normal <laughs> left arm. Well, in the comic, I, I haven't read those, David. I would, I had stopped reading Thor. They're very it, good. They're very did, good. Uh, was that still Jason Aaron writing it? Yes. Okay. Yep. Did they draw her as a, like a bulked up, bigger body, or was it just like a more? She just looked normal. when she when she was in human form, she was very, you know thinner and and frailer. Frail. I'll say. You know, when she was Thor, she was a little more muscular, but not over the top. You know, just, okay. you know, like a very fit woman. Not like they've done um, with uh, She-Hulk, where they've kind of gone Oh, no, 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 no. <laughs> no, because part of the series is her learning to communicate with um, uh, Molnir, 
and she learns how to basically, you know, kind of come to terms with Molnir because as we learn that Molnir is actually, a, you know, a cosmic storm trapped in the hammer. Oh, okay. I don't know if you knew that or not. Yeah. But that's what, what uh, Odin did, is he trapped a cosmic thunderstorm, essentially, in the hammer. Well, that makes sense. To make Molnir. Isn't that um, basically so what the she, cask of So she communicates is? with it. I, I don't know what that is. The cask no, of that's the, that's Yeah, that's just the, the thing that Dark Elves stole? Yeah, the, the Dark Elves, well, the, that actually the, the giants, the frost giants, tried to steal. In the, in the first Thor uh-huh. movie, and if you watched a recent episode of What If, you saw it too. But uh-huh. um, but yeah, it's the cask of Windraft. I forget the actual title of it. Would you guys like to know what some of the upcoming episodes of What If are going to be? Yes. Do sure. we get do we get What If Wolverine killed Hulk? No. We get <laughs> no, What, what If Thor don't. was banished to Earth but was still worthy of his mantle. I don't know if that's mm, the okay. actual title, but that's what it's about. Uh, what? Let's see. Yeah, oh, the infant. Does that does that mean he has to be uh, Doctor Blake? I do not know. It sounds like he's gonna be banished to Earth, but he still has his his hammer. He can still use the hammer. Yeah. Right. Uh, I know that there's going to be an Iron Man one, but I don't know specifically what it's gonna what it's gonna do. But I know there's also one with the uh, infamous Marvel Zombies comic is going to yeah, come. Yeah, they're gonna do a zombie one. And um, I bet then there's going to be an alternate timeline where the Vision becomes all-powerful android known as Infinite Ultron when merged with the rival okay. android Ultron. Now it's up to the newly formed Guardians of the Multiverse to put an end okay. to his reign before it's too late. Is that based on a, off a comic story? I, I don't know. For some don't reason, it's that. not ringing a bell. I know that Ultron has had different versions and there's been different versions of the vision but i don't think there's been a a combination of the two has there no not that i'm aware of but again there's lots of comics i i have not read since the 90s i bet the the one with iron man is going to be what if iron man built the armor for pepper Potts or for roadie what if he died. Mm. Well, we've already kind of got Rhodey. It's going to be some way of getting. Oh, that's right. No, no, we, we, she rescued, I saw it. Yeah. I saw it. Basically, where you know where the the bomb is supposed to take you know hit Stark and and drive all the things into him and Killmonger actually shows up and saves Stark's life. Really? So yeah, I, I did see that somewhere in a, a preview because it, 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 as far as you know the series, it's an animated thing. But yeah, Killmonger and Tony Stark working together. Need, that doesn't need to be in there. Yeah, that doesn't need to be in there. <laughs> I'm telling you right now. You're so opinionated. You haven't seen. I am. Well, I'm, a... <laughs> I'm a comic oh fan. Of course, maybe opinionated. Yeah, that's true. Let's see if I can tell what number four is here. It, they came out I, with I, a... I am having a harder time with words that have more than three or four letters in them. So maybe I need to <laughs> take take a step back. The fourth one definitely has something to do with Doctor Strange. Well, that makes sense because that's is that the next movie the in the, in the multiverse um, of madness? Yeah, that's after Spider Man, Shang Chi, mm. Celestials. Then you have in the. Multiverse. I thought Spider Man wasn't coming out till like December. November though. So is, is Doctor. Oh, okay, so is is Strange coming out this year? Yeah. It'd be next year. <sighs> Good lord! I can't <laughs> handle this. We just these saw the it's trailer. Ridiculous. We just saw the trailer for Spider Man yesterday. Uh, yeah, well, it's not, it looks like it's, uh, Strange is going to be in the movie quite a bit. Yeah, but is it so, Strange? Um, yes, it's. I don't. I don't think it's. It's Mephisto. a Marvel team-up movie. 
Yeah, it is. Exactly. Exactly what it is. Okay, if, if that's the case, then the movie will not be proper unless somebody winds up eating Hostess cakes before the end of it. Like Twinkies. Well, that was the joke that was going around is when they introduced Daredevil, or Daredevil, uh, Deadpool in the MCU, that uh, um, the two previous Spider-Mans need to be just hanging out in his apartment. <laughs> <laughs> well, I mean, the word is, of course, that they're both in it. I haven't seen any imagery of them in the movie, but I did see some imagery today that shows Peter from one of the scenes in the trailer where he's wearing the exact same outfit that Peter wore, in, that, that uh, Tobey Maguire wore in, in uh, Spider-Man 3. Not the black yeah, dancing there's been outfit. There's been confirmation they're both in it. Yeah. yeah. You know, whether, whether that, yeah, whether that turns out to be more than just like a cameo thing, you know. Uh, I got to be just kind of a cameo. Uh, supposedly Daredevil, you see uh, Matt Murdock in it, and I don't, I didn't watch the trailer close enough to see that he's Christopher Shelby. Think uh, my son showed me those scenes, and I'm sorry, whoever that was is not Matt Murdock because their gut is hanging over their belt line. <laughs> and hey, and, it's a middle-aged Matt Murdock. Give him a break. Yeah. <laughs> Hey, and, and with Tobey Maguire by now, he's old enough to have uh, a teenage daughter named May by now, right? Are we going right. to get a Spider-Girl? He's, he's old enough to be Bed Parker now. <laughs> hey, wouldn't that be cool if one of these things brought in Spider-Girl? That was the joke, you know. Who else isn't in No Way Home? Ben Parker. Wah, wah, wah. Okay, so this next one that's supposed to be like a Doctor Strange one? Uh, I see three different versions of Doctor Strange in some of the uh, the artwork that they're showing for it. So there's like is one, one of them's in a three piece suit, mask, but he's got the um, no, he's in a three piece suit, but he's got the Eye of Agamotto, the Time Stone, around his neck, uh, the Ancient One. Then there's a devilish looking Doctor Strange with his like cape has got like bat wing type uh, divots on it. Hmm. And I see hmm. him at direct in a in a grapple almost with the Stephen Strange we're familiar with. Hmm. See that in that they could introduce uh, is it Clea or Cleo or what's the his love interest? Yeah, Clea. Oh, that's right. Yeah, they could introduce her, then they can always bring her into um, the films because I think that his next movie is going to have was it Rachel Adams that played his Rachel kind McAdams, of girlfriend? Yeah. McAdams. I think she's going to come back. Well, yeah, she should, and she should, you know, basically reveal herself to have been Clea all the time. She knew. Because be. because the Ancient One already knew about Stephen Strange. That was confirmed in Endgame. Yeah. And that yeah. she already was aware of Stephen Strange and that he would be the Sorcerer Supreme after her. So it, it makes she sense. She had the time stone, so she could see, she could see all the uh, realities and all the futures and time probably wasn't linear for so, I've looked at a million possibilities and there's only one right. where we win <laughs> <laughs> sorry Doc why did you go around the block a couple more million times just to be safe <laughs> took you like 30 seconds to do that so two million take a minute <laughs> anyway but what if has been an enjoyable ride uh the, the the last one was, was definitely uh, very enjoyable. I'm looking forward to any of the ones they have, even ones that are storylines that I'm not familiar with. So, 
we shall see. Did I lose you all? No. Okay. Well, we're here. Just making sure. Yeah. Now, have you guys been well, watching? I'm kind of curious how that got to the zombie one because if it's, it's like, what if, I don't know the, I don't even remember in the zombie story how it broke. I don't know how it started. I don't know how. I think it's with Captain America. Did he begin like the super soldier so formula it... or something like that? That would make sense because oh, I okay. see an image of of uh, him going after Bucky, the Cap zombie going after Bucky. And that is yeah. not the episode that they say is the Marvel Zombies episode. It's the one after it. So I think we've got like a spanning more than one episode. But we'll see. Well, they did they did that when they brought him into the, you know, Marvel never met a meta idea that they couldn't drive into the ground. So it's like, <laughs> hey, this worked. Let's just do it over and over. Well, speaking and over. of driving an idea into the into the ground, have y'all been watching Titans? I have not. I've, I've uh, when we had HBO, I was watching it. Uh, I see the first two episodes. Well, I, I'll tell you. I'll tell you this. I've been watching it. Yeah, we've been keeping you know basically as up to date on it as possible. We did a rewatch of the first two seasons, and the only thing that I would really complain about is that they're so dependent upon Gotham, and and Batman, and that's not necessarily a bad thing because Ian Glenn makes a great older Bruce Wayne. Um, the storyline that they're doing with Jason Todd is uh you know more of a more of a modern day you know storyline that we're all familiar with from from recently uh and i don't want to spoil too much from it but just some of the steps they've taken has been really interesting and one episode had my wife bawling Uh yeah but see my wife of course is uninitiated she doesn't know all the things that we know going in into a story i mean christopher is even aware of of everything because he learns about every comic storyline from some guy on YouTube, the comic historian, the comic historian, who if you want to know about anything, you go out there. He's got a YouTube video. Oh, you want to know about Daredevil? Here's his history. And he just goes over the whole thing, showing, you know, select imagery from whatever and, and brings you up to date. So my son has been sitting there learning about all this stuff. So I just start talking to him on a different variety of subjects. And he's carrying on a conversation just like I would. It's scary and annoying and I want it stopped (laughs) (laughs) but so you know the thing is going into this you know he is you know as well initiated as I am at this point and you know the Titans being one of his favorites he knows virtually everything about them that um, even more than I know and so he knew what was going on in here but my wife was unprepared for it and so just blew her away and she and, and we had to stop the show for a while so she could just calm down um, wow! But yeah, very powerful stuff. Very powerful stuff. But I got to tell you, uh, Infinity War and Endgame was the same way. Oh she, yeah, I could see she that. She thought everybody was dead. You know, <laughs> I mean, she's really just like so pissed off after Infinity War. She gets she she gets immersed into that world. She does. Yeah. She she is so empathic that she just you know connects to everybody. And, and, you know, she wants to know so much and she'll just sit there and ask me and ask me and ask me questions, you know, ask me to keep telling her about this and about that. And, um, you know, it, 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 where Titans is concerned, you know, I told her, you know, Titans, is, it, the Teen Titans is, is responsible for my favorite comic book of all time. Because my favorite book of all time is Who is Donna Troy? Which is what, Teen Titans 39? Is that right? Who is Donna Troy? <laughs> well, the the first time that they well, asked, we don't know anymore. The first, the, the first, <laughs> that is maybe true. the second time they asked who is Donna Troy because I think that they, in the days of um, what's it, Zany Bob Haney, 
that uh, they, oh my they gosh. asked her. I once. think she's been reinvented about three different yeah, times. Yeah, well, anyway, but uh, so, you know, I basically sat down and read my wife that comic book. Is she Wonder Girl or not? Hmm? Yeah. Donna Troy, Wonder Girl, Troya, Dark Star. She's not anymore. They replaced her with a new Wonder Girl. Oh, Cassandra, hmm. whatever her name is. That's a that's yeah, a different John one. character. Different one. Oh, Brand new oh. one. She's she's a Latino. Latina. Oh. Latina. If it's a girl, it's Latina. If it's a guy, it's Latino. Latin, la, Latinx. Okay. <laughs> yeah, we have we have to. What if they, what if, yeah, what it depends how they identify. If they identify as a they or a they or them, then you can't say that. You have to say call them a, uh, a Latin them. Uh, that reminds me, I, John. John, I if, if we're getting way too far on that, please shut us down. You kind of are, so I think you should just stop. Okay, we'll and, do. We'll do. We'll say that there's a new character for Wonder Wonder Girl, and we'll, we'll see how she plays out. Thank you. I can't. I can't watch Teen Titans season three because there's a guy I went to middle school with who was just an absolute douchebag. Who's in that show? He was a douchebag then, and I would assume he's a douchebag now. Really? Wow. You went to school with Vincent Carthizer? How would you know that? Because I know that he happens <laughs> to be a huge douchebag, and I know he's yep. in Titan Season 3. Yep, he is a douchebag. He was a douchebag then, he's a douchebag he's now. He's a douchebag and angel. He was a douchebag and Reach in out time. to him, see if he can get him on the show. Oh, God, why? He, I hated him then. <laughs> I hated him then. We did a, we did a Roots reenactment in middle school, and he, uh, I don't want to get into it. But, yeah, he, he was an arrogant prick then, and I can only imagine it hasn't gotten any better. I did do a little Google foo on him, and it doesn't seem like uh, he's got a lot of uh, positive publicity in his life. Well, on a positive note, I would like to say that was an excellent Owen Wilson impression, John. Wow. <laughs> 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 wow. <laughs> Right. John's protecting the sacred timeline. That's right. <laughs> got it. God, he's got prunus. Be careful. <sighs> he's going to be on the cover of Jet Ski Magazine. I'm, I'm firing up my the ones now. I'm going to get you guys. <laughs> oh. Is anybody watching? Except uh, way behind. Is Flash still on the air? Yes. Uh, on hiatus right now. I mean, just between seasons. I stopped it? watching that. I stopped watching all that stuff. I just my, is it season it. seven or eight or nine? Seven. Or what? They just I think finished it's seven. Final one. Uh, I just go based on what my 13-year-old nephew says, and he's like, yeah, it's gotten kind of boring. So I'm like, if it isn't uh, even keeping his interest, yeah, then I don't need problem. to Chris, keep Christopher's up. been saying that, too, that it's getting boring for him. But, I mean, the, the thing I, is... I checked out after the, the metal flash, or whatever you want to call it. Yeah, I know. I, the flash in the suit, and I was like, yeah, I'm done with this. With, with the goth hair. Oh, is that... The uh, goth flash. The emo flash, excuse me. That's right. The emo flash, yeah. Like, <laughs> it's always been emo he, flash. He had that Tobey Maguire... Uh, uh, evil Tobey Maguire hair swoop down over his face. <laughs> <laughs> but, uh, you know, the thing last... is, it's been the writing on the character of Iris that has really suffered more than anything on that show. And they just write her so rickety all over the place that it's just, it's... Rickety? I don't know, know a better word to use. Poorly? Yes. But I mean, she just... Inconsistent? Inconsistent, yeah. Simplistic? Well, I, I she watching of everybody... You have everybody getting flash powers. Yeah. Like, <laughs> the only power anybody had was her, her speedsters. Uh, and 
I think the season I stopped watching was the guy in the wheelchair was planning some big scheme against the Flash. Oh, yeah. And I don't know how that ended, but... um, Not good for him. Yeah, (laughs) well, I imagine not, but... uh, (laughs) That was probably the last decent season, because I think it was after that they had the Metal Flash. No, that was before. Oh, was it? Was Avatar was before the Mad Thinker. Okay. Sav- oh, is that who that guy was? The Mad Thinker? That's, or, how, yes. that's what, that's what Cisco character. named him. Yeah. And, and you know, what I thought was funny, like, Cisco got rid of his powers and so had to mechanically reproduce him, so he calls himself Mecha Vibe. And I'm uh-huh. just like, oh, come on, now you can kill him. Now you can strangle him to death. I want to strangle him to it's, death. It's, that show ran into the problem that the Bat Universe has, which is everybody is somehow related to Bruce Wayne in some way, and they all end up with some kind of powers or some kind of abilities. And it's like, come on, give me a break. It's Chris Claremont syndrome. Everybody in his book yeah. has to be has to get powers. And yeah, it's just too yeah. much. It's too much. Yeah. And now, of course, which is which is kind of sad because out of out of uh, well, Green Arrow or Arrow, my wife and I watched. I think the first four seasons and it was pretty good and and we like uh steven amell mm-hmm. and you know everything i've read says he's you know a great guy he does lots of nice stuff and you know all that stuff you know like he's like good and same with the flash kind of the same problem of like you know we watched the first three four seasons and then it just kind of but he's the uh what's his name grant uh Gustin. yeah Gustin. i like him as the actor and i like him as the Flash, and I thought he would have been so much better than uh, uh, who's the guy from Justice League? The one uh, they cast from the movie, Ezra Miller. Yeah, Ezra yeah. Miller. He was awful. They should have brought in the other guy. Well, uh, supposedly Ezra Miller choked out some chick at a bar. Uh oh. <laughs> so that's not a good look. That's not not today. That's not a good thing to do. That's that's really been. It's not a good thing to do run, anyway. Yeah. <laughs> right. Well, because he's the star of their Flashpoint movie. That has not been. Come on, they got to keep that. They got to keep that hush hush. Yeah, he can still get canceled. Yeah, uh, he's he's the key to their reboot. Well, you know their movie franchise. You know we all know that. Uh, you know our favorite Batman is coming back. Uh, you know to reprise the the older Batman. Val Kilmer. Yeah, no. <laughs> <laughs> yes, yes, nipple Kilmer. Um, he didn't have nipples. You know, supp- he didn't have nipples. It was George Clooney that had the nipples. Well, supposedly and Kilmer, Robin. supposedly Kilmer does make a cameo, but obviously because of the cancer, I don't think he's going to yeah. say anything. But uh, um, no, Mister uh, Mister Mom, multiplicity. Yeah. What's his name? Michael, Michael Keaton. Michael Keaton is yeah. you know a pretty significant role in the movie. Oh yeah. Um, you know, which again I'm fine with. You know, reboot. Reboot the universe, get rid of all the dead weight, uh, bring back Affleck as Batman. And, I don't know if he uh, wants to come back or not. Not especially now with, because where does uh, Robert Patterson's Batman fit in? I thought he was supposed to be the, the the intro, you know, the first, you know, like Batman Year One kind of Batman. Yeah, it's uh, it's kind of a new timeline. I don't think it has anything to do with the other films. Yeah, and, and Commissioner Gordon oh. is Jeffrey Wright, who's playing the Watcher in the Marvel universe. So that's oh, is that that oh, that's the right. voice? Yeah, of, uh, yeah, Jeffrey Wright, who yeah, about my favorite that, actor on the planet. I like Jeffrey Wright, but I don't think his voice is right for the watch. No, you're right. His voice is not right. Uh-huh. Definitely, and but his job as Felix Leiter is going away, so he got to go somewhere else. 
So well, that's fine. The Watcher getting... gets killed in Marvel Comics, and then Nick Fury takes over as the Watcher. But spoiler alert: Is there only one eye? Well, is is Jeffrey Wright still on Westworld? Because that's he's yeah. awesome there. Yeah, as far as I know. Yeah, yeah. I, I don't know. I, I haven't. I've watched the first season, and I haven't watched anything after that. Yeah. By the way, I well, looked you're at the, not you're not a true fan. I looked at the video not, of Ezra Miller. I bet I'm not and, a true fan because I like the first season. The, the, him supposedly uh, choking that woman. That looks like a very staged incident. Yeah, but why? Stage what? <laughs> why would you stage that? Like, hey, let me pretend to choke you out so I can be hated by everybody. Yeah. I need some street cred. Let me choke you. <laughs> Get over here, you bitch. I'm just saying, based on what I saw there, it looks it looks incredibly staged. It's like, I don't know. Maybe that's what the media wants you to believe, Brian. Right. Okay. <laughs> anyway. <laughs> Don't get the vaccine; it'll make you magnetic. <laughs> Maybe that's why my ears are ringing. You'll become magneto. <laughs> that's right. Spoons will stick to your forehead unless you become, you're become the evil magneto <laughs> in front of the Senate, and they say, "Okay, do it, do it." Then you can't, and you know reasons. All right. Anything else you guys are watching? Well, you guys watched Suicide Squad, right? What did you think of that? Fun. I, I liked it. I thought it was. Uh... An improvement over the previous movie, yes. for sure. Uh, Definitely thought, was. The weasel was hilarious. He was. I thought the violence was a little, <laughs> a little gratuitous. It was just a little. Uh, but well, that, there that's were, the funny thing, right? It was like yeah. super ultra violent and then not for like a yeah. long stretch, and then super ultra violent and then not. Yeah. Well, you know, I expected like multiple surprise deaths in this one. You know, just everybody to die left and right. They still shocked me with a couple of the deaths that they did, though. Oh, yeah. Yeah, especially... Uh, no, uh, the first ten minutes. Well, no, not in, in the first ten minutes and the last ten minutes. Exactly. I was surprised that they killed blank blank. Yeah. Um, <laughs> and blank blank. And, and blank blank. Yes. But, yeah. you know, I'm sure if you're, if you're listening to this, you know that there's a surprise big bad at the end, which is Starro. I did not know that. <laughs> so I was really surprised when he came, when they showed the view of the tank, and I was like, is that Starro? Yeah. They brought Starro into <laughs> this movie? Well, they, I, I heard that they basically told James Gunn, you can kind of have any villain you want. You can do whatever you want. And he, I don't know if he's a, a big comic fan or not, but he decided to reach back to, you know, pick the most absurd, one of the most absurd villains you could. And he pulled it off. He made it work. Yeah, he did. And what's funny is in the co current comic continuity, Starro is like no more. And there's just, well, he's nicknamed Jaro. He's a very small version of Starro <laughs> that fits into a jar, and he's really cute and he helps. Oh, um, Batman. He's attached to Batman. He's he's got a, a bond with Batman, and he's called Jaro, <laughs> but he's Starro. So to see. Starro on the big screen, and I thought they did a really good job with him. You know, yeah. in terms of special effects, he didn't look hokey. Um, the stars on the people's faces did at times, but it, it kept reminding you know. me of that of those covers, the Brian Boland covers of the Justice League from way back when. Mm -hmm. That uh, I mean, those were just really powerful covers. So it's like when my wife goes, "What the hell is this? A starfish? Who is this guy?" <laughs> 
And I would just show her those. That's what my wife said. She was like, what is that? Yeah. I just showed her the covers to those books. And she goes, damn. <laughs> you know, but, but, you know, again, once it, once the movie is done, she was like, I really enjoyed that. She 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 yeah. enjoyed it a lot. There was one, one well, thing that really, really telegraphed itself. Um, what I call the Donald Sutherland moment. And if you don't catch the reference, uh, well, ask me off air. <laughs> from pod people? Anyway. <laughs> Apparently so. <laughs> so. Well, and I didn't know that there was a teaser at the end. I don't think we stayed. So that... Oh, no, no, I'm thinking of a different movie. Never mind. <laughs> I'm thinking of Black Widow. I didn't stay and watch the... Te- the, 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 the I'm not going to say what it was, but there is a, a post-credit scene that I didn't know about, so I didn't see it. By the way, the Amanda Waller in this Suicide Squad movie is much closer to the comic books. And no offense to the one that was in Batman or Justice League. I don't know. I get them all mixed up. But she was Amanda Waller from the comic books. Like, no nonsense. I do what I want. Out of my way. And when she gets hit with the golf club, I just... I was rolling. (laughs) Sorry. Well, I think she would be like in the first one where she just shot everybody. She would, when she came to, she would just shoot, kill them all. She right. would let them keep their job. Yeah, she doesn't care. Uh, Whatever. Well, I got to ask about uh, King Shark. Is isn't he a Flash villain or is he a Green Lantern villain? There is a Flash villain, I believe, that was a shark because he showed up in the CW yeah, series. Yeah, he showed up but, in the, right, yeah, the Avatar season. He was there at the beginning. But he first showed up in comics in Superboy number zero. And then number nine. Mm-hmm. So he technically would be considered a Superboy. Superboy yep. But if you watch the Harley Quinn animated show, which I thought did a much better job, and it is not for kids, by the way. If you watch it on HBO Max, it mm-hmm. is very adult. But King Shark is not a, not an idiot. Mm-hmm. And that was well, the I only pro- that was the only problem I had with his portrayal in the movie. You know, was just yeah, and and in the movie he's just derp but derp. Yeah, King Shark in in Suicide Squad was like Bane in Batman and Robin. <laughs> bomb, bomb, <laughs> bomb. Well, I think there's a Green Lantern villain called the Shark. So I'm getting mixed up with yeah. I think that's not King Shark. That's right, but, yeah. Uh, I remember him. Yeah, in the comics he's 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 you know got average intelligence. You know, he's just really strong and has his shark abilities. But in uh, the movie, he's just portrayed as kind of like yeah, but it, herp a derp. If you get the guy voicing uh-huh. him that you got, you have to play him that way. Because yeah. <laughs> that's that's a surprise and a pleasant one. Uh, I didn't catch it. You know who played King Shark? No. Was it Joe Pesci? <laughs> you got to be kidding me. And I'm I'm just not going to say it on air, so I'm just going to pass it over in, in the Well, it's the funny because if you see the credit, the name of the credit, you're like, well, I didn't know he was in this yeah. film. And then no you realize, way. Wait. you realize. No. Yes. <laughs> watch it again and listen. <laughs> you, uh, you're going to watch it and you're going to go, oh, my God, he's right. Yeah. <laughs> so does that mean he's a secret comic book fan? Well, I we've, think seen, him in other, we've seen him in too. the MCU, too, yeah. Mm. Played Star. Uh, no, no, and and I'm talking about Guardians too. Right, but if you say who he was, oh, it's it's I don't you know that movie's been out a while. I think it, that's not a huge spoiler. Okay, 
Oh, uh, back to back to what if. So do you think that that was um, at the end of the T'Challa episode where he's like, I'm your father. Do you think that was his voice or was it a stand in? I think Kurt Russell was in the uh, was in the credits. So I think that's yeah, him. that's Kurt Russell. He was in the credits. <laughs> How did they get these guys? Do you think they just like call him up and record it? And they're like, I okay, think that's they do good. It, yeah, they do it over the phone. It's like, hey, can you, you know, the, the notes feature of their iPhone. <laughs> okay, okay. Here's a good one for you, David. Did you ever watch the movie Highlander, the original Highlander? Oh yeah, yeah, yeah. You know that opening voiceover by Sean Connery from the dawn of time we came. He actually recorded that uh, over the phone from his bathroom because the acoustics were that echoey. <laughs> oh, gosh. So yeah, and I mean, there, you know, of course, there's some people that wire their whole homes for sound, like Prince. Prince had every room, including the bathrooms, wired for sound because he never knew when he might get musical. No, oh, that's Prince. Prince, you know, was very yeah. prolific. Yeah. Um, who was the guy that uh, Who was the guy that played Duncan McCloud in the '90s show? Adrian that, Paul. That one I watched. Oh man, I watched that every week. We are survival. <laughs> <laughs> that was a good show. It messed me up when they the when they killed uh, really good. when they killed the the kid. You know. When they killed Richie, such a great uh, intro song and yeah. Well, Queen I just keep talking about remaking Highlander. And then and then the uh, the follow up series was dreadful. Now if they if they <laughs> yeah the oh the Raven. Oh my gosh, that was yes, dreadful. that was horrible. I didn't even realize that was a follow up series to the Highlander. Was the Raven? Yeah, she, in the last few Didn't episodes the of, of the show Highlander, Highlander season, the Raven got... kind of hint you into that. Hello, hello. David. John. Hello. John. Yeah. Okay. John, what happened to you? John, come back to us. Oh. Don't go to the light. That's right. Well, Brian was saying something, so I stopped. Okay, I'll shut up. No. What were you saying? No, it's just you know, David was, was surprised that it was a Highlander series, but the title of the series was Highlander the Raven. So I was just wondering, you know, did that not hint him to the oh, idea that it was... That title is misleading. Yeah. It's just letting you know it's part of that uh, universe. Yeah. So, so they have Reno, they... Reno Reigns in it? <laughs> if they remade Chris... it today, they would, they would make it a woman. Guarantee you. They'd swap genders. It would be a Scottish woman or a barbarian woman or something. That, that's an Well, they've been talking about Ryan Reynolds, but he's too old at this point to do it. Too old? Really? He's not that I'm... much older than me. Yeah, that's too old. Come on. You want someone that's going to be able to make movies... Listen, you son of a bitch. <laughs> okay, no. You want someone that's going to be able to make movies and remain looking the same for about well, 10 plus years. All right? Well, I Dan, can do you're it. You're no Hugh Jackman. That is true. Well, I think Ryan Reynolds, Reynolds is Reynolds too is. big a name. I think you need to get... Uh... You know what? He's two years older than me, so take that, suckers. Yeah. <laughs> and we're the same height... And he can't, um, and he can't do an accent. So don't, don't get get. I mean, if you got to do it, give it to Jerry Butler or something. I think he'd do awful, awful in it. But uh, Gerard Butler, yeah, this is Scotland. Oh, okay. yeah, but he's, he's, you know, he's got the accent. I mean, Chris Lambert was French, and he was trying to do a Scottish accent. You know what? His career was great until he tried to play Raiden in a Mortal Kombat oh, movie, no, that was and brilliant. everything went to hell. His Raiden was brilliant. You can't Prefer, tell me otherwise. Uh, uh, what, uh, the guy's name I played him in the second movie. Oh, James Remar. James Remar. That was yeah. sad. 
John has no idea what we're talking about. <laughs> but who are you going to play the Kurgan? Who's going to replace Clancy Brown? John, so Clancy wait, Brown. wait, let's go back to what John was saying. So, John, there was a spinoff Highlander show that clearly probably did not last more than one episode, one season. One season, yeah. yeah maybe, maybe half a season. Starring Miss America, Amanda Grace. Is it Amanda Grayson? I believe that was her name. Who played it? Oh, I don't no, remember. No, that, that's, was... that's who played it. She was also the gal that basically caused the death of the Incredible Hulk in that TV movie that ended Bill Bixby's career as the Incredible Hulk. <laughs> she was. I, I think cancer ended his career as Incredible Hulk. Well, no, the, the, the last <laughs> the last is. TV movie was called The Death of the Incredible Hulk, and she was basically a female version of the Chameleon. She, you know, basically was a, a spy that could put on a costume for any spy, occasion. Yeah. And the Hulk wound up jumping out of an airplane in the last few minutes and crashed down to the tarmac, and Banner died. He fell from a hel- he fell from a helicopter. Was it a helicopter or a plane? I think. But he fell from the he fell from a great height. That's right. Yeah. Well, you know what? Doesn't matter because his name wasn't Bruce. His name was David Banner because Bruce was too effeminate. That's right. why they changed it. But it was David Bruce Banner. <laughs> well, Doc. Bruce we'll never Banner. know. Yeah. Belted by gamma rays turned into the Hulk. I've been drinking okay, so, too so much Okay, so John, tonight. you're saying you're, you're saying the uh, the Blu-ray Ultra 4K high definition release of Highlander: The Raven will never be coming. I I it might be a backup feature on season six or whatever of the Highlander. Uh. <laughs> I want to hold my breath for it. Like, it's uh, like all I can remember from those movies is when uh, was it Christopher Lambert and Sean Connery getting shot up in the car going in the in the parking lot garage. <laughs> that was the the, the Highlander two, the Quickening, or Highlander two, the Renegade version, or I mean Highlander two is like the worst sequel that they could have come up with, and just everything, every choice they made was bad. The worst one, of course, being the from the planet Zeist. <laughs> And there's a there's a there's a space shield around the yeah. Earth, <laughs> which the Simpsons copied the idea a couple years later. <laughs> that sounds plausible to me. I don't know what your problem with it is. Well, the the funny thing, you know, the the funny thing was is that the way that they orchestrated it, all these guys that were immortals on Earth were all aliens from the planet Zeiss that were rebels against this other guy played by um, what's his name? He does the voice of Dark Side. Um, you know, from Scanners, the one that blew up the guy's head. Oh, uh, Michael Ironside. What? Michael Ironside. Yeah, Michael Ironside Michael is Ironside. is the leader of the of whoever it is that's controlling planet Zeist. So, if that's the case, though, if if basically he sent all the rebels to Earth as immortals, where they had to cut each other's head off, then the Kurgan and McLeod are on the same side. Well, it became like uh uh of the hunter, hunt, uh, Hunger Games, you know, they all have to come here and, and fight it out, or battle royale. Do we ever get an official number, like how many there are? How many immortals? Immortals? Yeah. How many? How many does Duncan Duncan McCloud have to kill before he is finally free? He has to well, kill he all of them. At least sixty, because he killed one in every episode for five seasons. <laughs> 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 oh, I gotta go on mute. I'm gonna cough. Or, wasn't or that more a than different... that, they like 20, 20 episodes a season, so there's at least 100. Wasn't that a different timeline? Because when Chris Lambert came on as... He was in the first episode. Uh, right, but he's just the other one from the movie. Right. 
So the guy in the TV show is not supposed to be the same guy as the one in the movie, right? Well, the, the thing is, in the TV show, they acknowledged no, that he killed it's the Kurgan. The same character. They had acknowledged that yeah. he had killed the Kurgan. It's not the same character, Tim. Yeah, that's John's not the same I thought. John is, is familiar with the canon of the Highlander. Duncan McLeod is uh, one of the Chris Lambert characters. Um, Distant cousin. Kinsman. Yeah, Kinsman. Right. Who... So, that, so that's where that came. But he from. was born. Okay, so so is Christopher Lambert in his in the TV show timeline? Is he dead? No, he was in the first episode, and you know basically yeah, no, they introduce right, and, and show that you know they can both sword fight, uh, sword fight with each other, and uh, he <laughs> he gets a, a spear in the chest thanks to Richard Mall, and winds up going into the bay, and so you know Duncan McLeod has to fight Richard Mall, who's the the big bad in the first episode. And then he disappears for like twenty something episodes, and in well, Brian, what you are obviously not a fan because you can't say Duncan McCloud without saying Duncan McCloud or the Clan McCloud. <laughs> I'm just more of a Connor McCloud fan. I'm sorry, you know. Um, Do you enjoy their sword fighting? Well, I'll, I'll say that. I, I, what, what, what I'll say much. is, <laughs> Highlander should have stopped at one movie. I won't. I won't. I won't uh, yeah. disagree with now, that. Now that that being said, I did enjoy some of the aspects of the of the TV series. Uh, I enjoyed Amanda Grayson when she was on Highlander. I did not enjoy the Raven though, and I kind of lost my juice for the show when they killed Richie. It just kind of like you know you 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 kill the point of view character, the one that you identify with. It, it did go very flat. Has anybody seen? Uh, is it the Infinity? the Marky Mark film that's kind of the same, but they're immortals, and he doesn't I, know he's an immortal. I watched it, and they've promptly forgotten it. I, I remember... We have Paramount this. Plus because of Picard and, and uh... You know, what's, what's the Michael Burnham Star Trek? Discovery. Uh, Discovery. Sorry. <laughs> it's the only way I can remember it, because it's literally the Michael Burnham show. Um, that's, that's no lie. <laughs> Which is fine, you know. They they've developed the other characters around her. You know, the first season was pretty heavy. Burnham, 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 all the time. Um, I, we haven't watched it yet though. And and my wife was like, "Well, should we watch that?" And I'm like, "It's a Mark Wahlberg movie that went straight to Paramount Plus. What do you think?" But all movies are going to streaming services. You know, I mean, it, it's not fair to sit there and label a movie as being inherently yeah but bad. that one i don't even think got it got into theaters like they didn't even try they were like yeah we'll, just go well it's like tomorrow war that movie was okay yeah um, i think hey we like we like that up. one we like that one that one was was pretty good the ending was kind of eh. well the ending was like okay it's over oh it's not over okay it's over. right it's like yeah no let's do an epilogue here um, it's like uh, what was that one with Tom Cruise where it was like uh, they I kept repeat? renaming the movie. Yes. Yeah, I, I really, tomorrow. I really enjoyed Edge that. Making the sequel, which I don't understand how you, why you'd want to make a sequel. The first one was with was Cruise. Fine, yeah. He's gonna be in it. I guess maybe those Mission Impossible movies are gonna start drying up. Well, one of one of his <laughs> upcoming movies, he's actually gonna be filming scenes from space. They're sending him of up there. Of course he is. Of course They're he is. sending him up there. Of course he is. <laughs> Because he does all his, he does all his own stunts. He's gonna be up there in space suit. And throwing out L. Ron Hubbard books. <laughs> That's right. <laughs> Into the universe. To blanket the earth with with battlefield earth. <laughs> Scientology is the way. That's, uh, that's the movie he had to remake is Battlefield Earth. 
Hey man, Travolta. You know, I I liked Live Die Repeat. You know, once once I think it got about halfway through, <laughs> and you started to get kind of in on. It's not even a joke, but like the character gets in on it. Like, holy crap! I keep dying and coming back. It comes Groundhog Day. Yeah, and he keeps trying all these different things and keeps getting killed. Like, it's it is kind of enjoyable. Well, uh, if you like seeing Tom Cruise die, because. Uh, <laughs> <laughs> uh, I if did like his other, I did like his other uh, space movie where it was him and that girl. Um, Olga Kurylenko. They were the only ones left. Yeah. Oblivion? Yeah, they were Oblivion. Yeah. Aren't they doing a, Aren't they doing a second one to that one I too? I think so. Now there's a that was a good he's one. There's a movie. He's got a strike where they can still digitally incre- uh, enhance his abs. <laughs> he gets too old. There's a there is a movie streaming right now, and I'm trying to remember what service it's on. Um, it's called uh, wait, 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 what is that? Boss Level. With Frank Grillo. Frank Grillo, you might remember, is Runlow, uh, Crossbones in uh, S- Captain America, Winter Soldier, okay. Civil War. Yeah. Um, basically. By the way, Tom Cruise is 59 years old. Yeah. He will yeah. be 60 on July 3rd well, it's, it's, of 2022. Well, the, have you seen the, the trailers for this movie, Boss Level? Because it's, it's no. basically like Live, Die, Repeat. He basically keeps dying every day. And you know, in different places, and he's got to try and figure out why he's stuck in a stuck in a loop. Uh, it's it's rather enjoyable because, of course, he's also narrating it, and Mel Gibson is the bad guy, if I remember right. Oh. But uh, there's a good trailer out for that. Michelle Yeoh's in it. Naomi Watts. Uh, it's 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 a lot of fun. Is our generation the last one to have like a group of action star heroes? And I say that just because I was having this conversation with a neighbor, and they were like, "Who's the next Sylvester Stallone or Arnold Schwarzenegger?" And well, I couldn't come up with any. Well, I mean, because you know, again, the ones that we have are you know starting to age out a little bit, and they haven't yet. But you know, Chris Evans, Chris Pratt, and Chris Hemsworth, and I mean, you got the Chris's. But are they action heroes? You know, or action stars? I, I. they haven't reached the Stallone level. No. They're not at the level of Stallone or Schwarzenegger or Mel Gibson. I don't, or, I don't think uh, anyone's going to reach types. that type of level again simply mm. because, you know, social media will destroy them. I mean, social media has destroyed mm. virtually every single one of those uh, uh, those people uh, in one way or another. I mean, Mel Gibson's career is pretty much... You know, it's a Sugar it's a tits. joke. Yeah, it's a joke. <laughs> Arnold Schwarzenegger has has been disgraced enough over the last number of years that, I mean, it's again, you know, he's in the seventies. It's not like he's going to sit there and Schwarzenegger's weathered it pretty good though. Yeah. I don't think anybody's he, he doesn't have the kind of baggage that Gibson's got. Gibson's still making films. No, um, and he's got a kid, and it was fine. Speaking of which, like, yeah. as far as Mel Gibson goes, uh, there's a movie that he has done that is now a must-watch every year. For Christmas, called Fat Man. You must watch it. Fat Man. F A T M A N. Fat Man. A brilliant, brilliant movie. And basically, Mel Gibson plays Santa Claus. That's weird that you would bring that up because in this house we watch The Passion of the Christ. I don't know what you're watching there. <laughs> you need to watch Fat Man. <laughs> like I said, it'll be one of your new Christmas films every year. We, we watch Apocalypto. <laughs> you know we laugh but they're both great movies by nothing the way. says nothing says christmas like mind sacrifice <laughs> like heads bouncing off uh, right. stone yeah. steps 
That's right, and Jaguars eating guys' faces off. Oh god, that movie is so violent. It's I mean it's violent like in a good way, but also in a bad way. Like, oh like turn your head. And it's all it's all based on, you know, true events. Yeah, you can you a, can go there today and film. you can, you can see uh what is it? Teach Teach in Common? Teach in Common? That that temple, you can go there and you will see, oh. you know, in, into the stone there are pictorials of oh. you know heads being lopped off mm-hmm. that was a real thing well on that note brian do you want to take us out oh <laughs> are we done here we've cut the head off we've cut the head off the show well, hold on I do, have, I do have to ask we've cut the head off the show and kicked the before body before <laughs> before we close this out and john you've been a little quiet lately are you still there i'm here okay yeah have any of you been watching superman and lois and did you reach the end of the season I don't watch it, so you can spoil it because I'm not going to watch it. But hey, no, you can't spoil it because I was watching it on HBO Max, but they only had the first whatever the half season was before they came back. Ah. I watched the first part, but I didn't. I didn't watch it to the end. I kind of lost interest. Really? (laughs) Isn't it a CBS Uh, show or isn't it on? It's a it's a CW, but I had a hard time because the one the one son's name was right. It was Jonathan, and the other son's name was like Ricardo or something. And I'm like, it's Jordan. (laughs) Okay. (laughs) Ricardo Kent. (laughs) Yeah. See, Jordan Ricardo, same thing. Like that is not a Superman's kid's name. Sorry. That's going to throw you out? Okay. <laughs> guy can fly. Got a dog that can fly. A horse. A villain from another universe. But kid named is where you draw the line. Is Crypto, is crypto on this no, show? No, Crypto's actually on Titans. Oh. And oh my god, that's yeah, dog not is yet. awesome. Love that dog. Seriously, yeah. they have a, they have crypto as on Titans. Yeah, and they, yeah. They, they're using three Ooh. different dogs, and they're so trained so well that you think this dog is super intelligent. Uh, just so well done. It's like John. Well, do they have super horse and super monkey too? Well, the thing is, is <laughs> that on Superman and Lois, they have alluded to Beppo, which was super. Oh my goodness! Is that the monkey? Yeah, that's the monkey. The monkey. And I th- what was Give the horse? What was the horse's name? Mister Ed. No, I'm, I, I don't remember the horse's name, but um, of course, of course, horse, um, of course, of course, of course, of course, famous Mister Ed. That's super Ed to you. Super. Uh, I, I will say sure. that that um, I did get. Did you enjoy? I did not like some of the way some of the plot points that they had during the season in Superman and Lois. The whole Superman could be evil plot line has been done to death, and they need to stop. You know, riding that one into the ground. Did he have a five o'clock shadow? Was he drinking a bar? It's Tyler Hoechlin. He's got an peanut, eternal five o'clock shadow. Into the, uh, <laughs> That's right. I don't. Did he find himself in a junkyard. Yeah, throw throw himself in the machine that crushed him. Brian, I think Tyler Hoechlin gets a five o'clock shadow by noon of the day of shooting. Yes. <laughs> <laughs> They're just constantly shaving him down. Yeah. yeah, I had a friend in college who was like that. He had jet black hair and just you know we'd be you know through breakfast we'd go through like one or two classes and all of a sudden dude you got a five o'clock shadow and he's like yeah i usually have to shave like three four times a day if i don't want it around so wow. it's just you know looks like looks like Reed Richards, help, did, he's working too much did you help him out nope. with that <laughs> oh, hey, hey, hey. 
It's okay, you can tell it's us. It's a quasi-family show. <laughs> At first it hurts, but you learn to love it, What's Brian. What's that got to do with anything? <laughs> so, uh, <laughs> back to Lois and Superman. <laughs> I was trying to bring us back yeah. from that. Good luck. Yeah, no, I... I enjoyed the, I enjoyed the season and I enjoyed the way it closed up. That was the sound Brian made. <laughs> wow, David's really going blue. Um, but yeah, it is time to go ahead and close up the show. Uh, we hope that you guys enjoyed our eleventh round, um, which was probably six rounds too many for me. Uh, <laughs> but uh, we'll be back again to do another one of these uh, hopefully sometime soon uh, next time maybe we'll, we'll find a way of keeping it a little lighter and <laughs> less pandemic talk yeah, less, more comic yeah. less pandemic talk hopefully yes. uh, that's true but you know and, and we miss Kirk uh, but uh, you know we, we do these on Friday nights and Kirk usually has to work on Friday nights so you know it's just the unfortunate fact of the matter However, if you'd like to let us know what, what you think, we'd like you to go ahead and email us uh, at gottagetburned at gmail.com or leave us a review on iTunes or, but as it's known now, Apple Podcasts. I should know that because I'm drinking. Yeah, we really need Apple one because the last time I checked, it was like a year ago that someone left us a review. It's been over a year. And you know what I did this week is I went on to a lot of other shows and left them some reviews. Made fake accounts? No, I left some reviews out there. <laughs> various shows it, it, again if anybody sees those results i don't know it's I, i've been doing it with shows i know are current that i've been listening to that i've been enjoying but um it always helps to yes as 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 high in views no no indyhu i-n-d-y-h-u that's my uh, email address so <laughs> i uh i had a dog named indiana so indyhu anyway we named the dog indy <laughs> exactly a lot of fond memories of that dog <laughs> that being said, you know, let us know what you think. Um, you know, either either you know from email, either or Apple Podcasts, or let us know on our Facebook page. Um, Just drop by Brian's house. Yeah, you can do you can do that as well, but don't expect a warm beverage. Sorry. Uh, and let's be honest, there's a lot of shows out there that are hot garbage, and I don't think ours is one of them. No, and and you know the thing is is that I, I can't say we've been as consistent as we were the last year where we were putting something out every week. That was really, I mean, with things as they were, then everybody was stuck inside the house and we were able to, you know, do that. Yeah, more time, yeah. But uh, now, you know, everybody's a lot busier, got a lot more going on. Um, my recording stopped. What? My recording uh, just stopped. Uh, anyway. I but, I heard something. <laughs> I guess I'll go ahead and say goodbye for us all now. So uh, say goodnight, John. Goodnight. Say goodnight, David. Goodnight, David. Say goodnight, Tim. Good night, and stay, uh, I'm going to say stay tuned for upcoming Third Degree Burn shows. Yes, we're going to have some great stuff. Thanks, Tim. Right. And uh, for Third Degree Burn, I'm Brian Hughes. Good night, all.
Thanks for listening. You can find us and many other great shows at tutufreaks.com. That's T-W-O-T-R-U-E-F-R-E-A-K-S.com. Third Degree Burn is spelled with the number three, R-D-D-E-G-R-E-E-B-Y-R-N-E, and is part of the Tutu Freaks network of shows. Follow us on Facebook and Twitter. Just look for Third Degree Burn, spelled with the number three, and Burn spelled B-Y-R-N-E. Compliments, complaints, and recipes can be sent to gottagetburned at gmail.com. That's G-O-T-T-A-G-E-T-B-Y-R-N-E-D at gmail.com. Drop us a line and tell us how we're doing. Till next time, this has been Third Degree Burn. Some men aren't looking for anything logical, like money. They can't be bought, bullied, reasoned, or negotiated with. Some men just want to watch the world burn.